Reading from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus said, there will be signs in the sun, the moon and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when you see, now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. <clears throat> then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life, and that day does not catch up, catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Alan. You may be seated. God's grace and peace to all of you. Amen. While many are trimming evergreen trees this weekend, a fig tree has emerged in the middle of our church on this first Sunday of Advent. It's interesting to note that a prominent place for groves of fig trees to grow in Palestine is a place called Mount Olivet. So you can see why this tree is right at home. We are leaning to the end of the calendar year 2021, yet today is the beginning of the church year, and the scripture we hear is Jesus' last lecture before his death. How come there's an end at a beginning? How can that be? Of all the things that Jesus could say in his last teaching moment, he reminds his disciples that things will get uncomfortable and there will be signs, cosmic and earthly. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world for even the powers of the heavens will be shaken. The moment of great doubt and despair, the time when we deem it to be the last days of the world as we know it, actually holds signs that we're called to notice and interpret. There are seeds being planted. The end of what we know becomes the beginning of something to come. Huh. Jesus' words seem to land exactly where life is these days, fear and foreboding. Once again, it feels like the glass is half empty. I doubt if anyone is buying rose-colored glasses as Christmas gifts this year. Anxiousness, impatience of people and circumstances is swirling around us. 
And it's not bringing out the best in us. It's keeping us in this awkward holding pattern. What are we to talk about and what should we avoid? For some of us, we're waiting to see if life gets back to normal before we will participate fully. And for others of us, we have this hunch that something is emerging. But it's heavy work interpreting these signs when the fullness of what will be revealed is still hidden from our view. The question I get asked most these days is when is the sanctuary going to be filled up again? There's this sense that the church can't be church or move ahead or thrive without a full sanctuary. No offense, people who are online, we see you too. Church just doesn't feel like it used to feel, and understandably, what we long for is not quite what we're experiencing. I was on an email chain this week with some of the largest ELCA churches in Minneapolis, and the little responses, reply all, were binging in my inbox, asking for predictions of what Christmas Eve will be like. Will people come? Will they stay online? Have we scheduled enough services or too many? Even the most predictable religious holiday feels uncertain this year. And it's not just church. It's school and work and the regularity of things we have come to expect. The preacher Thomas Long tells of the story of one of his students who spent the summer as a menial laborer on a construction crew. He said that his foreman was a person of kindness and grace. If a worker got sick on the job, he understood and he made arrangements. If a worker had problems at home and was later absent from work, he would cover for them. The one thing, though, the foreman would not tolerate was if a worker would sit down on the job before the work was done. To sit down was a sign that the job was done, and to do so beforehand was a violation of sacred trust. Advent doesn't come this year with a call for us to sit down. Advent begins with a call to stand up, raise our heads. Redemption is drawing near, Jesus says. God's work is not done. In fact, the good news today is the end is actually the beginning. God will not wait for sanctuaries to be filled again in order to enter this world to save it. God will not wait for us to decide what is faith in life. What should it look like in a pandemic before he calls you to show up for the sake of of another. We need to hear this now more than ever. When our minds and our eyes get bent to see what's only on the surface, God the Creator gets in even when the ground is cold and seemingly lifeless. Roots are sinking deep in the ground, pushing up new growth in places that looks so dormant and calling us to wait and, and to watch for the buds 
to pop. God is present and saving us no less than God was before the pandemic or at the time when the Gospel of Luke was written. This Gospel was written to people who were distraught. The temple in Jerusalem had been destroyed. Life as they knew it was gone. God was supposed to be in the temple. Worship wasn't what they wanted it to be. And Jesus says, it's going to be hard. There will be signs that the end is near. But it's exactly at that moment that you will see me. And Jesus says, in the clouds. We're called again to raise our heads and look. Even before the resurrection, Luke is signaling to another time that Jesus will be seen in the clouds, the time when Jesus ascends to God in the resurrection. Jesus will no longer be present in purpose, in person, but the world is not left on its own. A new chapter is being written. In the book of Acts, the Spirit is sent, the inbreaking of God's presence in this world, the life force that tells trees when to sprout leaves, and that life force that is within every breath we breathe, giving us the voice to witness that the kingdom of God is near, and we're a part of it, and so is the whole world. You see, the end of what we know is the actual place where the promise is made. What are we to learn from the signs that we are seeing? We work so hard to get things back to what they were before. Okay. But what if instead we are called to see what is emerging and coming through? What is being created because that's where the fig tree will bear fruit, where the future will be revealed. Jesus doesn't leave us hanging. The doom and gloom is not the end. Today marks the advent. You will think it's the end of the road, but around the bend, Jesus says, you will find a tree the leaves will be a sign that new growth is coming. That tree will bear figs, but don't be fooled. Those leaves are always at risk of not sprouting, a cold snap, neglect, uprooting of the tree in a storm, or to make room for other things can kill the growth, but not forever. Keep looking there and somewhere unexpected, the divine power of life will emerge. You see, the fig tree is an ancient sign of restoration. Prosperity, not so much as blessing, but prosperity of bringing people together who have been scattered in a way, bringing them together as community to come together again. And that's where God's will be found, and that's where the tree finds us today. 
We will bear fruit, Mon Olivet. And that's the joy of this season, not to miss these stories from the Gospel of Luke and all the unexpected people, Zechariah, Elizabeth, John, Mary, Simeon, and Anna, who said yes to God when the more reasonable, safe answer would have been no, when against all odds, God sneaks in and comes down and is born into the fleshiness of the world. You may not find your name in the Bible, but you are a part of this too. So, Mon Olivet, stand up. Raise your heads. Look up and see that fig tree out there. You also have a leaf in your bulletin. I invite you to write down a sign that you have seen that points to growth, the future with hope that God is creating. Write it down, hang it on our fig tree. For those of you who are online, just post your thoughts in the comment. We'll write it down and hang your leaf for you. Something new is growing. Jesus promised it to be so. It's not a time to sit down. The kingdom of God is near and ready to be born. Amen.